Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Well, Mike and I are having this conversation the day before spring practice gets underway for Marcus Freeman and the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. But even with spring practice this week, late last week was a very busy time for the Notre Dame football coaching staff as it was, I guess, pot of gold day for Notre Dame. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. But Mike and I are talking right now on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on 960 AM WSBT. Also, a video feed of this conversation is available on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Let's start with a very intriguing visit, Mike, that you have documented at blueandgold.com and also on your Twitter account that one of the premier defensive linemen in the country is coming to South Bend after all. We've talked about in, in recent months, Justin Scott's got to be number one. I mean, we, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about him um, since the turn of uh, the, the, you know, the calendar year. And um, is he visiting? Is he committing? What's the deal? You know, it, it didn't work out for Notre Dame that he was going to commit at the end of the month of January, and that didn't work out and push things back. And then he's talking about Georgia and all these other schools. Well, Notre Dame's still very much in the mix and will be hosting this five-star defensive lineman from Chicago St. Ignatius this Saturday. So that's absolutely huge, Darren, to get him uh, on campus. He's So you, you would hope he comes on campus, he, he it's his first time since July, falls in love with it, and then commits, uh, you know, might not be uh, the case. He, he's already talking about official visits. Never say never, who knows, but he's already talking about official visits um, that he'll be taking in June. So it looks like, you know, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, um, you know, maybe Michigan. Like, those are some of the, the key schools battling. I know Miami is targeting them heavy. So, um, yeah, Darren, it, it, it's definitely good for the Fighting Irish to – have this five-star elite talent from their backyard uh, back up on campus this weekend. For fans that don't know about Justin Scott, I know Mike just mentioned the list of schools that are going after him. That tells you how good he is. But if you turn on the tape of him, his speed coming from the interior of the defensive line, his physicality, Mike, he looks like a college football player right now and he's still in high school. I mean, yeah, he's he at 6'5", 310 pounds, and uh, he is – He's also really good as an offensive lineman that you can see on his tape. But, yeah, his combination of just pure athleticism, he's also a really good basketball player. Um, you know, the athleticism, is, is quickness, that with his strength and size, that's what makes him a five-star talent. And, you know, every school out there wants him. So, yeah, I mean, you got a kid in Chicago at a school called St. Ignatius. <laughs> I mean, you, you gotta, you know, I don't like saying, oh, this kid is a must get because 
if Notre Dame doesn't get them, is their program falling apart? Like, I, 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 that need, you know, that's a little, you know, it's a little much. But with that being said, this is a kid that Notre Dame, um, for the lack of a better term, needs to get. He's a luxury. I don't know about luxury, but, I mean, <laughs> he, if you want to win a national championship, yeah. I mean, this is the kind of guy you need, right? I mean, you need to have a good quarterback, protect your quarterback, and go get the other team's quarterback. This guy will go get the other team's quarterback. And it's hard to find those guys as interior pass rushers as good as him. And, uh, yeah, so he, he could definitely be a good one. And, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't work out, which it, it, which it would, he's a really good offensive lineman too. Well, I know you don't recruit to make people happy on message boards, but today I was reading the Blue and Gold article talking about the defensive line going into spring practice. Then I went to the message board and watched people write about their thoughts about the defensive line. It kind of feels like fans need a little boost with defensive line recruiting, and this would definitely take care of that little, little issue that some people have right now with the defensive line. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at – like, Al Washington is, is not, you know, the, the most popular figure on the Notre Dame coaching staff with the fan base, at least the, you know, the, the vocal ones that, you sure. know, I, I interact with. But, I mean, you look at last year's class, sure, they didn't get Keon Keeley, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's a loaded guy, all top 300 prospects. Like, how many times has Notre Dame signed four defensive linemen ranked in the top 300? And the Mike Elson era, I mean, he did really well, but it was a lot of, you know, take a flyer on some high project guys. Uh, he, he definitely developed a lot of them, but you also had like Alexander Ehrensberger sprinkled in there, you know? So I think that, I mean, that 2023 defensive line class is really strong there and um, for, for, you know, at Washington and it's, it's off to a pretty decent start in 2024 and Scott obviously yeah. would uh, be the crown jewel of that. Okay. Let's go to pot of gold first for, Irish fans that don't follow recruiting closely, what exactly is Pot of Gold? What is the goal of the coaching staff? Yeah, it's really just a big excitement day for the 2025 recruiting class. Well, I say 20, it was 25 for this year. It's always the sophomore class. Last year it had been 2024, and, uh, and the year before it was the first one for, for 23. So I put the over-under at new offers for Notre Dame to send out at 65. Wow. Darren, I mean, I had a decent idea of who they're going to offer, but there was always, oh, they didn't end up offering this guy, which there was a few of them thought they were going to, and they didn't. And then there's a couple that they did offer who we weren't expecting. Ended up offering 65. So I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Vegas might be calling me here soon. But so, yeah, it's a, it's a day. It's, it falls on St. Patrick's Day. Notre Dame just works the phones like crazy. They're offering a bunch of new guys. Uh, they're getting in contact with their other top 2025 targets. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, a, it, it has like a mini signing day feel to it. Notre Dame has this built-in holiday of St. Patrick's day and they definitely are, you know, have been using it to their advantage. Just a quick takeaway, uh, you know, a, a pot of gold day, Darren, I would say it's the quarterbacks. When you offer four quarterbacks wow. in one day, it's definitely notable. And I do want to say some of the kids I talked to, they picked up, you know, like the Notre Dame staff told them about the offer days ago if not months ago you know weeks ago like so they say hey we're offering you but can you post it on pot of gold day like if they explain the the significance of it um so george mcintyre uh, nephew of florida international head coach mike mcintyre he told me he got the offer from notre dame and I, I think it was january february but you know they 
and talk about pot of gold and hey, this is this one of you announced it because I mean there's no way Notre Dame can offer you get on the call with 60, 70 kids in a single day like you, you just can't. There's no way you're going to do that. So yeah, offered Cutter Bully from uh, Kentucky. He's visiting Notre Dame soon. George McIntyre is supposed to be visiting in a couple weeks. Um, you have KJ Lacey from Saarland uh, in Alabama. He's 5'11", 165 pounds. But, oh, my gosh, this kid's got a rocket for an arm and moves very well. Just a twitchy athlete. And Deuce Knight. He's got Knight 6'4", uh, George McIntyre 6'5", Cutter Bully 6'5". Wow. I mean, you've got these big, strong quarterbacks that Gino Dooley and, and company are going after. Lacey is is just a special talent. Uh, yeah, again, he, he's not that tall, but just kind of a freak show of an athlete. Uh, and, and Bryce Underwood, the number three quarterback, excuse me, the number three overall player, number one quarterback per this early 2025 on three industry ranking. Notre Dame offered him a while back, but they were in contact with him on St. Patrick's Day for Pot of Gold. So, uh, yeah, Darren, I, that was kind of the takeaway for me, you know, offering these quarterbacks and I, interviewed most of them um and, and we'll have stories of blue and gold this week um and, and just looking at last year's pot of gold darren there was a few guys who got their offer from the irish who ended up committing to notre dame so we'll look back in several months from now and be like all right look at all these guys who went out committing to notre dame who got offered a pot of gold day mike i'm wondering is that a change in philosophy and they've got that many quarterback offers out so soon is that a little different than in past years under a different coaching staff yeah i mean if you look at the 24 cycle now i know Carr committed so early that kind of changed that sure. the, the trajectory but only five quarterback offers out last year um, and notre dame has seven in the whole cycle okay. notre dame only has seven has seven out right now two of those i don't expect them to be really involved with moving forward and antoine hill and ryan montgomery you had 10 in the 2023 class, they definitely uh, that whole 2023 quarterback cycle. I, I might be able to write a book on that, you know, <laughs> at some point. So it just kind of depends on how late in the process you need to go. It was 10 last year because you know you didn't get Kenny Minchie late, so you had to keep cycling through guys. In 2022, it was six quarterbacks. That one was a mess because I had Steve Angeli early. And then I still have no idea what they ended up doing because they wanted maybe a second quarterback in the class. Uh, but, yeah, they ended up with just one. 2021, six quarterback offers. 2020, just the one with, uh, with Drew Pine. So, mm. yeah, it, it just kind of depends, Darren, it, you know, how early they'll be able to get their quarterback. But I would say seven at this stage with five that they're actively targeting, I would say that's probably more – than uh, we're used to seeing hmm. one offer in the pine cycle that's very interesting i didn't know that that's very i do want to say there's another one but it's just not listed here but yes uh, i think so two two at the max. okay mike singer notre dame football recruiting insider blue and gold illustrated blue and gold.com joining me darren pritchett on sports feed and also the video feed on the blue and gold youtube channel so we've talked a little bit about pot of gold i'm always interested in legacies offered in a cycle what about Last week with the pot of gold, those 65 offers, did we have a couple of legacy offers? Yeah, and there's – I mean, Notre Dame's really active recruiting these legacies. You have in the 2024 cycle, Bryant Young's son, Bryce Young, who's a, an impressive pass rusher, Emmett Mosley um, and Cindy Mosley's son, 
Sidney Mosley was a big-time soccer player at Notre Dame, um, and uh, Emmett Mosley was a running back for the Irish. So their son, Emmett Mosley, was he the fourth or the fifth. Um, you know, a big receiver target for the Irish in the 24 cycle, uh, and then Notre Dame dishing out offers to a couple of 2025 recruits or legacies. Jerome Bettis Jr., Darren, just guess who his father is. Barry Sanders. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Barry Sanders. How about a how about a different, uh, you know, superstar running back? Yes, Jerome Bettis oh, cool. Sr., his father, recent graduate of Notre Dame, might I add. So his son, 6'3", 185 pounds, uh, wide receiver prospect out of Woodward Academy in Atlanta. Um, yeah, I mean, I talked to him and did a story at Blue and Gold on him. You can find it. I posted on Monday afternoon. You can find it on our site. Very impressive young man to talk to. I would think that he'll probably end up at Notre Dame if that's kind of, you know, uh, if it, look, if Notre Dame is going to recruit this kid hard and they're going to put from the class, it's hard for me not to see Jerome Bettis Jr. ending up at Notre Dame. Basically, the vibe I got from Bettis. So, there, any time I talk to a legacy kid for Notre Dame, I'm always like, all right, what's your what's your pop saying, or or what's your mom saying? If it's, it's the mom side that's legacy, are they pushing you? And oftentimes it's no, they want me to go through my own thing. But for the elder Bettis, it was more of, oh, he wants his son of Notre Dame. Really? But he's he's not going to push it. He's not going to push it. He wants, but he's absolutely going to present all of the facts about Notre Dame. Like he is going, and he has for a year. Like, hey, this is this is why Notre Dame is so amazing. So he's not just going to sit back and say, all right, son. I'm not going to talk to you about Notre Dame. You can figure it out by yourself. No, uh, I think he is not, maybe not recruiting his son, but kind of, kind of there. Nice. And the other is uh, James Flanagan. Now his father, Jim Flanagan was a defensive tackle for Notre Dame from 90 to 93 overlaps with Betta senior for three years. So I think that's kind of interesting. Jim Flanagan, third round pick um, of the bears in 94 played in the NFL for 10 seasons, 46 sacks, even won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award in 2000. So between, you know, Bryant Young, Emmett Mosley, Jim Flanagan, Jerome Bettis, some really good Notre Dame legacy, you know, excuse me, former Notre Dame players and the Irish recruiting their sons. Pretty cool. Hmm. I noticed Flanagan's from Wisconsin, so no doubt the Badgers will be someone they'll have to contend with, but that's pretty cool growing up in Green Bay. Small. Tight end recruit, by the way, for, for radio audience. James Flanagan, tight end recruits. Um, yeah, Notre Dame ended that Wisconsin drought with, in Billy Strauss' class. Oh. I talked about that so much on your show, Darren. T- t- no, it took Notre Dame 20 years. from It was from 2002 to t- 2022 for Notre Dame to sign a player from Wisconsin. Now maybe they'll get two and three years. Or, or excuse me, it would be two and, yeah, two, two and four years maybe. Hey, that wouldn't be too bad. And he's six six. Am I reading that right? Six six two twenty, big wow. kid, big boy, big boy. All right, let's move to spring practice. Last week, I asked you for an offensive player or two from the early enrollee group to watch out for in spring practice. So, let's go to the defensive side of the football. A player or two early enrollee that we should keep an eye on. Yeah, as I was thinking about this, Darren, I was going to the linebackers. And man, it just feels like there's been the same linebacker starting at Notre Dame forever. You know, you're, you're, you see your Bertrand, your Kaiser, your Leaf. I, I just feel like they have been on the field forever. And maybe 
if like is Drew White still on this team? It feels like he's been at Notre Dame for 18 years too. But I just like solid linebackers. But it's to me, it just feels like there could be another to make the jump into the you know the linebacker rotation and. The leader of the 2023 class for Notre Dame, I think all eyes are going to be on Drake Bowen. Um, You know, he's playing baseball, I think. Is he even doing spring football now that I mention him? I don't know. But if if Drake Bowen's in spring ball, my eyes are on Drake Bowen. But as I'm saying this, now I'm thinking, wait, isn't isn't he playing baseball? So better question maybe for Patrick Engel. But if Drake Bowen's playing, all eyes will be on him. Christian Gray, though, Darren, I mean, the early and early corner, I mean, you, you've got to think Ben Morrison's kind of got one of those spots locked yep. down. But what about another corner spot? He's got the twitchiness to play nickel, too. So you have Tariq Bracey, he's gone. Um, Thomas Harper, you bring in from Oklahoma State, he can play safety or nickel. I think Gray could play nickel. He'd be, a, I mean, tremendous one with his twitchiness and his size. But he can play co- boundary or field corner. I mean, you have Clarence Lewis and uh, Cam Hart, but you also have Christian Gray. He could play safety. Like, Gray is just one fantastic athlete, smart smart kid, great experience at St. Louis to Smet. He's been coached up really well. Definitely one to watch for me. Bowen just seems like a Notre Dame football player. There should be snow in the air. The, the ground should be a little frosted and frozen. That just feels like the type of player is. He should have played in that snow game that – Reggie Brooks had the famous play in. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering uh, what his availability is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what's the deal? I don't, I don't, I don't There's remember. There's always been a great relationship between the baseball and the football program. It's always worked out every year. So that's a positive. All right. So we're on the eve of spring practice as we have this conversation. And Blue and Gold Illustrated has so much going on right now. In fact, I know Tyler Hork is covering football and women's basketball, and you've got the recruiting coverage still with all those pot of gold stories that are posted and probably still more to come. Many more to come. So, yeah, definitely go over to uh, blueandgold.com and check that out. Between uh, all the recruiting, a huge recruiting weekend this weekend, Darren. We'll we'll recap that next week. Um, But with that – um, spring football coverage, just and, and everything in between, bloomandgold.com is definitely the place to be. So please do head over to the site. Um, banter with other Notre Dame fans on our loose emoji message board. We'd definitely love to have you. See, after they listen to this segment, they can go on the message board and straighten people out. Absolutely. I mean, what else? What else is just there to do? Quote Mike Singer, what he said. There you go. Probably starts more arguments, right? <laughs> and we'll settle a whole bunch as well. All right. Good to talk to you, my friend. Enjoy uh, spring practice, and we will talk to you next week. All right, likewise. Take care, Darren. Thank you. That's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider. Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Again, you can always watch our video conversation on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. We will take a timeout. More Budweiser's weekday sports feed is coming up next on your home of the Blue Gold Game, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 